Well, hey there, Difference Maker, and welcome to episode number 12 of the Primary Teacher Friends podcast. Today, I feel so honored to talk to you about one of my most favorite topics, and that is student engagement. Are your students engaged? Do you know how to tell? What can you do to get them more engaged? Stick around for today's episode and you will have all of these answers. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker. And you're among friends here. And now, your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome, welcome, my dear friend, and thank you so much for being here. Today, I want to give you actionable strategies to get your kiddos more engaged. Engagement is such a huge topic in education right now. Actually, here in Kentucky, we have been warned by administrators that we are now being evaluated based on student engagement. Yes, when they come in the classroom, they're not looking at what I'm doing. They're looking only at students and how they are interacting with the content and how much they are engaged with it. If your state or district is following suit, this episode should help you know what engagement looks like in primary and give you some ideas to up that engagement. Before we get too deep in today's content, let me give a listener shout out to Trisha J, who left a review on the podcast. Trisha says, I really enjoy listening to your podcast. You give me so many ideas to use. You provide encouragement and inspiration that teachers can use in the classroom. You are very insightful and you have shown me ways to be a difference maker in my class. Oh, Trisha, that was incredible, and I really appreciate you taking time to leave me that thoughtful review. If you haven't left a review on the podcast, let me tell you that I'm having a $50 Amazon gift card giveaway each and every month. All you need to do is come to my podcast channel, write a review, screenshot that review while you're writing it, and post a picture of that in our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook community, and I'll add you to the monthly drawing. And now, friends, let's talk about engagement. I want to demonstrate for you how important engagement is with this little story. Once upon a time, there was this incredibly knowledgeable and smart teacher. This teacher graduated top of her class. She had the perfect score on every teacher's exam she had to pass in order to get her certification. She was a genius. There was another teacher. This teacher was definitely smart, but was not as knowledgeable as the first teacher. She did not graduate top of her class. 
but she knew a thing or two about how to engage students in learning. Fast forward, both of these teachers are now in the classroom. Teacher number one goes confidently into the classroom with all of that big brain full of knowledge, only to find she can't transfer all of that knowledge because her students are not engaged. Teacher number two takes what she knows, designs instruction that keeps her kiddos excited about her teaching, and has a little fun in the process herself. Which of these two teachers is the winner here? Is it Miss Valedictorian with all of her knowledge? Or our other teacher who just puts student interests at heart? Bingo! Without engagement, nothing you know as an educator matters. You may know the answer to everything. You may hold the secret of all knowledge. But if your kids, your students, are not engaged with what you are teaching them, none of it matters, my friend. And that is why today's topic is so important to every teacher. But today, I am focusing only on what I know best, and that is primary education. And I am going to teach you all about engagement and what it looks like for our little learners. First of all, I want you to note that engagement is observable. Engagement can be observed within your learners. By looking at your students during your instruction, you can gauge whether or not they are engaged. You can tell by watching them. So keep that in mind. Another thing I want to note is that engagement is exhausting. Yes, engagement is exhausting and no person on the planet Earth can stay engaged every moment of the day. For an example, I want to tell you about a PD training I delivered for my district all about balanced literacy. During that training, I also wanted to demonstrate for all those who attended, many who were new teachers, what engagement looked like and classroom management techniques. Through the entire three-hour session, I maintained pretty awesome engagement from those who attended by using different movements, actions, callbacks, cheers, all of those things. Well, the training was wonderful, and it was so much fun. But at the end, one of those people who attended noted, that was the best training ever, but I am completely exhausted from all of that engagement. So note that your students cannot and you should not expect them to be completely engaged through the entire school day. I focus most of my engagement when teaching in my core lesson and then in my reading groups and all those RTI groups that are most important to student success. So what is student engagement as it pertains to primary aged kids? The Glossary of Education Reform, an online resource, defines student engagement like this. Student engagement refers to the degree of attention, curiosity, interest, optimism, and passion that students show when they are learning or being taught 
which extends to the level of motivation they have to learn and progress in their education. So all of those factors mentioned, attention, curiosity, interest, optimism, and passion, are all part of student engagement. So now that you have that definition, let me note that engagement absolutely does look different across the grade levels. Our primary learners engage differently than, let's say, high school learners. High school learners have become more independent with their age and therefore can engage on different and deeper intellectual levels. But our primary students absolutely can be deeply engaged in the content that we deliver them. And I'm going to tell you what that engagement looks like. Before I get there, though, let me point out that there are different types of engagement. The three most commonly discussed types are behavioral engagement, cognitive engagement, and emotional engagement. As you can see, this is a multifaceted concept, and students can be engaged with these different types and in different levels within those types. It's important to understand these three types. That way, you can infuse different strategies in your teaching that meet all three areas. We'll get to more of that in a little bit. So behavioral engagement is exactly as it sounds. It's based on the student's behavior during your instruction. Are they attentive? Are they listening? Are they following instructions? And are they responding when you ask them questions? All of those things are very easy to gauge when teaching. The next type is emotional engagement. And this has to do with the child's feelings about their learning and their classroom environment. We want our students to feel happy, excited, and confident in their learning. And that is how we grab and maintain that emotional engagement. Finally, there is cognitive engagement. This one is a little more tricky to observe, but definitely can be seen during your instruction. Cognitive engagement refers to how intrinsically motivated they are and how invested they are in their learning and how much they take ownership of their learning. And there are definitely many things we as teachers can do to encourage that sort of engagement from our students. Now that we've talked about those three types of engagement, I'm going to give you easy strategies that you can use with your students to get them more engaged on these different levels. So what does engagement look like at the primary level? That's easy. It looks like students who know what to do, who love what they do, and who are excited about what they do. They are learning, they are growing, and they are blossoming within your care. That is engagement. And now, friends, for those of you who are looking to boost engagement in your classroom, which is something that we should all be trying to improve on at all times, I'm going to share with you my most favorite strategies for doing just that. To demonstrate these strategies, I'm going to talk about sight words. Now, that's one of my favorite things to teach in the classroom, and I think it will resonate with many of you who are listening. Let me say that although I am referring to sight words during today's episode, all of these ideas can be altered to fit any content area. Just think about what you're teaching and try to find creative ways to add these strategies within that content. One concept that definitely 
Absolutely. Most positively affects student engagement is the level of routine that you use in your classroom. I am a big proponent for classroom routines. That means my students come in the classroom and they know exactly what their day looks like. Within that day, they know exactly what each subject will look like. There are very few changes in my classroom on a normal day because I truly value routine and what it brings to my students. So setting those solid routines definitely will boost student engagement. Now, why are routines engaging to our students? Because of the confidence they get when they know what to do. I want you to think of two grocery stores. The first store is one that you've gone to year after year. You know exactly where everything is on your list and you go in confidently and you get the job done. Versus store number two, a store you've never been in. Have you ever taken a shopping list into a new grocery store? It's very overwhelming and disheartening. As you can see, it would take twice the time to complete and you may become frustrated in the middle of it and just give up. Routines work that same way. When we provide students that comfortable environment, we boost their engagement. They're happier to do the job because they know exactly what to do. If you'd like to read more about routines, jump over to teachertony.com forward slash routines. During my sight word instruction, back to this example, I do the same thing each and every day. So they stay engaged with it. They know where it begins. They know where it ends. They know the expectations in all of the middle of that. They know what to do so they get the job done. Now let me share another engagement strategy that I use in all content areas but really love using during sight word instruction, and that is movement. Movement is so engaging to our students because it activates multiple parts of their brain. When we as teachers connect movement to content, it not only helps them be more engaged, but it helps them form stronger memories around that content. So in my sight word instruction, I accomplish this by adding motions to our words. Actually, I have a whole list of motions that you can grab in my sight word engagement guide. That's a free resource that I will include down in the show notes. For example, if we're thinking about the sight word will, I have my students say, will you marry me? Will, will, will. And each time they say will, they take their right hand and form a ring and they put that ring around the ring finger of their left hand. Students absolutely love doing signals. And each and every day during my sight word routine, we review the words using those signals very, very quickly. And they are highly engaged through the whole thing because they know the routine and they know the movements. And it's just so much fun for them to get to act out those words in that way. Some other ways you can add movement to your instruction is by using brain breaks. Dr. Jean has some of my most favorite brain breaks. And incorporating that in the middle of your instruction can definitely help your students be more engaged with whatever it is you have to say. It gives them some rest and recharge, and it's just plain fun. 
Another good form of movement are classroom cheers. Get your kiddos moving and cheering for each other with this strategy. I also place cheers in strategic parts of my lesson to motivate my learners. For example, I may say something like this. Boys and girls, if we can stay on task for five more minutes, we'll do a hip, hip, hooray cheer or whatever cheer it is that those students like the most. Just remember, movement is highly motivating and engaging for your students if you use it in the right way. Another one of my favorite engagement strategies is singing in the classroom. Brain research suggests that singing lights up more parts of the brain than any other human function. Music and song is delivered to a deep part of your brain that stays intact for most of your life. So if we can connect our content to singing in some way, we're going to have that benefit. But also singing is highly engaging. When students are singing, they are engaged. So for sight words, I sing sight word songs. This is another resource that you can find in the sight word engagement guide over at teachertony.com forward slash sight words. But to show you, for example, I'll tell you that five letter words go to the tune of bingo. One of our words in second grade this week is the word these. The song goes like this. There is a word that I can spell and these is its name. O-T-H-E-S-E, T-H-E-S-E, T-H-E-S-E, and these is its name. Oh, So pair that song with the motion for these during our sight word routine. And yes, you can bet my students are highly engaged in sight word instruction. Another engagement strategy that I use in all content areas is student motivation with rewards. We all love rewards and we all work for some type of reward. Don't fight with me here. Rewards can be many, many different things. Some of the most common rewards I use in the classroom are cheers and brain breaks. For sight words, I do use my rainbow word system to reward students for achieving a certain amount of engagement. This goes back to the cognitive engagement that we talked about earlier. And this system really helps kiddos to be more invested in their learning so that they can progress up the different color levels of the rainbow. So I take my entire list of words and I split those down into colors. Once a student masters a certain color, they are assessed and they are congratulated and cheered for and they go up to the very next color. This continues throughout the school year until in the very end, they are assessed over all of the color words, all of their sight words, and they are provided with one final prize. That is a certificate and a pair of rainbow glasses that I buy from Oriental Trading Company. So, so worth it for those kids to be successful with their sight words. So don't hold back on finding a motivational system that will work with your students in whatever content it is that you are teaching. I do have a free version of my rainbow word system that's made for individual students and their parents to use, but could definitely be altered by a teacher to use in the classroom. I will link that down in the show notes, as well as my full rainbow word system made for teachers to help them assess and track student progress using sight words. 
The last engagement strategy I'm going to share with you today is using fun in the classroom. Now that sounds a little silly, but sometimes we as teachers forget to embed the fun in our teaching, not only to benefit our students, but to give us, the teacher, the benefit of high engagement. So how can you bring more fun in the classroom? Well, first of all, be a little silly. Add some laughter and fun and jokes and all of those opportunities to your instruction. When I'm doing sight words, it looks like this. I use a voice choice board that I created to give my students opportunity to say their sight words in different voices. For example, if we are doing the baby voice, I'll say, say it in your baby voice. T-H-E-S-E. Or I may say, say it in your monster voice. T-H-E-S-E. Sorry, that was a little loud. (laughs) But as you can see, that adds fun and definitely ups the engagement from my students. You can use that voice choice for any subject area. And it just brings a little more fun to what you're teaching. Another free resource you can grab to bring more fun and laughter to your instruction is in my virtual classroom rewards bundle. It's called the Giggle Box. The Giggle Box is a box full of jokes. To get your students more engaged, promise them that after a certain task, you'll pull a joke from the Giggle Box. When they've accomplished the level of engagement that you would want from them, pull out one of those jokes, say it as loudly and proudly as you can, and then crack up, laugh like a hyena, and enjoy that moment with your students. That fun can definitely bring about more engagement. And that wraps up our final strategy. But let me do a recap of what we've learned today. Engagement is observable and it can be exhausting. So don't expect it throughout the entire day from every student. There are three types of engagement, cognitive, behavioral, and emotional. We can use different strategies to reach these different types of engagement. The five I've gave you today are using routines, using movement, singing, rewards, and plain old fun. Teacher, thank you so much for listening. If you have more questions about engagement, shoot me an email. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about, and I'd love to help you in any way to help your students become more engaged. Don't forget to leave a review so that you can be entered in our $50 Amazon gift card giveaway. The days are ticking down for the month of September, and there are very few entries so far. So your odds are very, very good at this point. Finally, if you haven't already, jump over and join our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook community. I've got some big plans coming up for our group with lots of free resources that will only be found right there. Since you have stayed so engaged through this entire episode, I am going to end with a joke. The funniest joke ever. Are you ready to hear it? What type of clothes do clouds wear? Thunderwear. (laughs) Tell that to your kids. They will love you for it and laugh really, really loud. Until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend. (laughs) 